What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. In this episode, we're talking to you about the truth behind Victoria's Secret. We'll also be talking to you about seeing auras. We will mention the one crystal for creativity. And I get to talk about my near-death experience. Let's get started. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast with Ivan and Sumen. This podcast is all about how to be an optimal, conscious man in today's society. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. <laughs> Everybody was, was like, fixing the mic. <laughs> All right, we're good. Yo, so um, we we're talking about um, Sum. You you've been going through a mentorship, and you said there's been big changes in you. Yeah, I'm going through mentorship right now, and basically, it's been very interesting because currently, I am mentoring with. Uh, the great Vince Kelvin and who's like one of the one of the oldest in the in the game in the seduction community he actually has the brand seductioncoaching.com like his whole uh, image and like who he is, is 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 really inspiring and you know he's sort of uh, I'm sort of being his apprentice and he's sort of training me through the process so yeah I'm excited to see what happens Dude, so I have to let everybody know that I just woke up like 40 minutes ago. Um, it's 3.31, and um, I got to let you know that when you open up your sacral chakra, you're fucking invincible. Like, invincible. <laughs> I keep saying my sacral chakra, see, because it has to do with desire right like the desire to go and the tired desire for sex and food and and money right these are all desires right but a lot of times things like procrastination right you really want to get up like you really want to get out of bed and you fucking really want to go for that workout right but something inside of you is telling you no stay stay right because you're like but you're like i really want it i really want it right so mm. i'll definitely I say balance out the energy that's connecting it's one the one that's energy that's under your sacral which is your root and one that's over your sacral which is your navel right your navel has willpower right self-esteem self-trust self-confidence right the root is grounding in your ability to actually do it. That's all. Oh, this was, this was in this my podcast. pocket. <laughs> this was in my pocket this whole time. And we're talking about the sacral. It's a citrine stone. It's specifically for the sacral chakra. So it's no surprise there. Yeah, can you and, tell us more about it? People might be interested in getting one. Yeah, totally. So basically, if you're a creator, if you're a super creative person, like this will just bring out your creativity even more. And because, you know, the sacral is essentially associated with the water symbol. So, you know, you have the ground, which is earth, 
and then you have water and then you have fire which is the like the sun or the the solar plexus the soul soul meaning sun right so then um yeah so the water this is like very fluid right so you think about emotions sensuality right just like creativity moving so i mean i'm a flow coach i work a lot with this kind of energy and so yeah having an inclination towards you know doing any kind of crystal work like citrine would be probably a really good stone for uh creators or conscious creatives yeah mm. Mm. what's your favorite stone ever dude mm. like ever ever i'm not sure man i do like um i once saw this like oh what was it called like a rainbow aura stone or something like that it's like super colorful i'm not too sure what it's called mm. but it's like one of those crystals that like is combining uh, all of them mm. yeah this one it's it, i think it's a metal actually Mm. Titanium quartz crystal, maybe. Titanium quartz so crystal. Like what this. the fuck, dude? What the <laughs> fuck? Do you have it? Oh, you have it there, bro. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? That looks like it's wild. Fucking... Yeah. It looks like, like it's from another sneaker. dimension. It looks like a Nike shoe. <laughs> Factoid. Yeah, it does. Nike, bro. get on this, guys. Bro, you're growing your hair out. Do you know that? Yeah, I am. Well, I just can't, you know, find a barber, and I don't want to cut it myself, so I'm letting bro, it grow. Cut yourself, bro, I'm telling you, there's something liberating about it. All right, I will. <laughs> Dissolve I your ego. Cut it all, you're saying? Oh, just cut it off yourself. I mean, uh, like, you see this curve right here on my head? Yeah, right? yeah. I did it myself. Nice. Not this one. My aunt did this side, but I did this. I don't know. I kind of fucked it up. Whatever. Like, <laughs> bro, you were mentioning a Nike shoe. Did you know that Nike was the name of a god? Yeah, that's why they chose it. Is the goddess? Oh, it's a goddess. Damn. Oh, really? Okay, I'm gonna buy Nike. I'm not gonna buy Nike anymore then. What? Because yeah, I'm a fucking masochist and i believe no I, i'm not saying what to you i just can't believe it goddess of strength speed and victory roman equivalent is called victoria vicky i see you girl <laughs> uh victoria's secret she ain't telling us that she's working for nike now we know what victoria's secret is bro she's a goddess she's fucking exposed Exposed. That should be the title of this Victoria's uh, Secret Exposed. And uh, she's canceled. She's canceled, bro. We're canceling yeah. Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I Victoria's mean, we got to be part of the cancel culture as well. You can't beat him, sure. join him. <laughs> can't beat him, join him, bro. What up? So, what are you thinking that we should do? Like, I mean, should we, like, start a revolution? Oh, by the way, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, there's a lot of people that ended up in jail after these protests, right? Yeah. Yes or no? Am I lying soon? Am I lying? No. No, I'm, li I'm not lying because I'm a cheater. <laughs> You're not lying. Ah! You're a tiger. You're a cheater. Oh, I was about to say that anyway. 
<laughs> so like so um like i saw this this, this kid who i used to go to school with mm. it wasn't even my grade but i i recognized him and my teacher my old teacher she made a post and she said yo this, this guy he was taken by the police he was arrested right Damn. and they were like he went can you hear me yeah i can hear you they're like and he's in jail now. Like we've got a bailout on FundMe, Fundraise Me, whatever the fucking oh, website. Go fund me. Yeah, yeah. Go fundraise me. Go fundraise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I know what you mean. And oh fuck, dude, the wrinkle, the wrinkle on this curtain looks like a fucking Masonic symbol. Damn. Do you want to see? <laughs> yeah, I do. Now I do. <laughs> Whoa, God. It's crazy as fuck, right? That's so wild, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing here, Akash? (laughs) Mr. Inti, what are you doing? Yo, okay, yeah. So the video, so there's a video, right? Uh, um, And he's like on the floor and he's got like a fucking sign, a poster. And the horse, and these like six horses, right? They're three in a row. Right, and they're walking, and they're fucking like about to walk over this little nigga, and he just like gets up, and like he's like pushing on the horses. This dude was trying to fight a fucking horse, and the horses just kept walking because they're trained to walk over him, right? And and he's just like he's just like trying to push him, and the horses are just like just fighting horses. Like, come on, man! Like, you're acting stupid, bro. Like, is this from like uh, you know like? Royal times, or Bro, this was recently. <laughs> okay, is well, where Which was this was though? Telling you that it was somebody who I went to school with. In in London, here in 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 USA Texas high school. Oh okay, oh Damn, in high bro. school. Okay okay. You never even listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I thought, you, I thought you meant like. This is like some kind of a <laughs> medieval times because he was like, like he was <laughs> like horse and carriage, you know, and it, and like oh, the police oh. was like trying to like you know catch up to him. Yeah, <laughs> I of like this no, whole no, scene no, in no. my head. All right, no. yeah. Well, so basically, like, why the fuck would you try to fight a horse, right? If you were, if you were, if you were higher conscious. What I would have done in that situation, if the fucking horses are coming my way, I'd just be like, oh, scoot to the side. Oh, scoot to the side. Oh, scoot to the side. Or you'd like right. uh, communicate with them, like sort of like Beastmaster or something. Like, yeah, like speak I mean, the horse's language. Because the thing is, the, the horses, the, those people were just walking through, right? I'm, but at the same time, it was kind of a dick move. For the fucking people to decide to walk over that guy, like, come on, yeah, yo. But at the same time, though, like, just move out the fucking way. They were just gonna walk by. They were just gonna walk by you anyway. Like, you don't have to do shit, right? Mm. You don't have to do shit. All you have to do is move to the side, continue your fucking protest. And this is what I was thinking as well. Like, what if they they started shooting and tear gas and stuff like that? I was like, what would I do in that situation? I was like, I got it. I would just move with all the protesters to a different part of the town. 
Right. I was like, well, then we'll just fucking move somewhere else. You sort like, of like mesh with the crowd, sort of like camouflage with them, like hold up a little like post-it note as a sign and just like go with it. <laughs> what? Like, no, like I meant you, like just move to a different <laughs> part of the town. With the protesters, the though. So you have, to, you have to mix with the protesters. So you have to be one of them. No, but if, like, if I was one of them, I was saying, if right. I was one of them. Right, right, right. I see. Like, if I was there and they started fucking shooting yeah. rubber bullets at you. Yeah, rubber bullets. You know what I heard is that, you know, the tear gas, you're, you're not supposed to wear contact lenses, right? It's like melts with your eyes with the tear gas or something like that. It's really dangerous for people to, to wear uh, contacts. So, yeah, just a warning for people who are protesting to not do that. Um, bring your glasses or, you know, some other equivalent. You don't want to become, you know, legally blind. <laughs> and uh, yeah, especially if you have, like, uh, you know, horses in the back, chaos in the front, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then it's like a different mm. story. I just, I just, I just hit the the coffee just hit different, right? Like, <laughs> it did. Like, like, did you like my eyes? Did you see whenever they went? Yeah. Yeah, it's because the fucking the nicotine in the coffee. Nicotine? <laughs> you mean caffeine? <laughs> Bro, I remember when you used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. You remember that shit? Yeah. You fucking weirdo ass motherfucker. Disgusting ass <laughs> fucking human. Why the fuck am I even having this conversation with this fucking animal? Ah, what the fucking... <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn. And uh, the funny thing is, I used Look to out. justify it. Who that? I don't know. I think you just lift it up. The, 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 doesn't it have like a, 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 a lid? A porcelain lid? You mean this button? <laughs> I think if you put a, a bottle of water. Dexter, you mean this button? It's because the, the toilet isn't flushing. It's a water. But yeah, I used to justify like uh, smoking cigs. I remember as it's, as it's like a kind of a, a Native American type of like, you know, ritualistic type of thing. So I used to sort of like use that as a justification, but then I was like, that's so stupid because I recently had a post today, which was like, what oh, you think is, what? I, you're talking about how the Native Americans would say smoke, smoke tobacco, but smoke it like really slowly. So it, it, it helps you be president in the moment. Yeah, it was like ritualistic. And th that's something that I would t tell my clients too, like, who wanted to quit smoking. And I still tell clients who want to quit smoking that same kind of way because, you know, once you resist it and push it away and go completely cold turkey, it's going to start to eat at you mm. a little bit. But when you start mm. to not look at it as an escape, but you look mm. at it more like a, just like an activity, like a sacred activity, like Osho mm -hmm. has, a, not Osho, I think it's Osho maybe. Sadhguru? It's either Osho or someone else who has a smoking meditation. So he recommends like taking really deep inhales and exhales with it. And yeah, it's very, it's an interesting perspective, let's say. Mm. But yeah, 
I think that a lot of times I was justifying like it's cool, but then I I started to reassess what cool meant, right? Because mm-hmm. culture is constantly changing, and what we considered cool, which we made a self sabotaging activity, mm-hmm. isn't cool now. But we're still it's still in our subconscious mind thinking that it is still cool. So we need to reassess our belief system about what cool is today. Do you know oh, what I mean? So I was just thinking about that, right? I was like, right now when you said that, I was like, why do people even think smoking is cool? And I was like, oh, wait, because marketing, advertising, yeah. the fucking the Marlboro, fucking cowboy, Western. Marlboro like, man. Yeah. yeah. No, the man. same thing. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to this, uh, to a client of mine yesterday. He called me um, when we spoke. And, um, he, he asked me, how do I know if something is good or bad, right? Like, how do I, how can I even tell the difference between good and evil, right? Um, and like, I mean, we spoke and, and eventually it kind of came out that, that he's been wanting to get a tattoo, but because of the, like, his cultural belief system, like, he wants to try weed, like, you know, I mean, he's old, he's old, like, he's older than me, right, by like a few years. Mm. Uh, but, but like, his belief system, we uncovered that his belief system is not letting him do that right and as i was speaking yeah. i realized that i was like why do people think that tattoos are bad right well, i was like oh because the first people who were getting tattoos were, were sailors and mm. um um pirate ass niggas like yeah. and they, those people weren't necessarily considered good people right so they just associated like all the different things put them together oh they have the tattoos we don't have the tattoos that means the tattoos are bad Right. Yeah. And also, like, for me specifically, like, the reason my parents were so against it was because of, like, health reasons and, like, you know, needle really? use. Yeah, because needle use is, like, a oh. lot of people in, in unsafe tattoo parlors, they'll use, like, the same needles or so, and stuff. So that was one of the things is, like, a risk associated with it. But then also there's this image of, like, the tribal cultures having tattoos. So... My grandfather used to do a lot of work in genetics. So he was like an anthropologist. So he went into like the tribes and he did a lot of work with them, like different tribes and tribal culture. And he always associated like tattoos and like piercings with a tribal culture. And so my Mm -hmm. mom kind of got fed that narrative. Right. And so she always thought it was like uncultured or not sophisticated. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that was in her belief system. So whenever she saw me with tattoos, she got like really offended by that and like kind of saw me as like, like broke the stereotype of the good Bengali boy, right? And she was like, you're the other one. You're like the others, you're the evil tribe. (laughs) The other one, yeah. The twin hiding in the basement, yeah. The other side, the other side, the other (laughs) side of me. But yeah, how, how did you uh, uncover this guy's like, you know, kind of beliefs with that? What kind of work did you do with him? Um, mainly like just, just fucking talking, <laughs> like just, <laughs> literally just me talking and talking yeah, and, right. and, and, and connecting ideas um, and letting him speak whenever he wants to speak. Like, you know, realizing that like, I mean, cause sometimes as a coach, I'm like, oh, I have 20 minutes to tell these people everything, right? But sometimes, mm. 
people just want to listen. Just literally, sometimes people want to pay you just so that you, they can you, they can be heard, right? And yeah. and that's gonna, that a lot of times is going to help them connect those ideas anyway. So I'm sort of there, like kind of like a guide, just there like a guide. But yeah, I told them that that if everyone did it, um, and it would the world be good or bad? If everyone does something, would it be good or bad? Like, right? If everyone got tattoos, like the world would be fine, right? Actually, I use that example, and then he said he said that that is one of the things, right? And I said if everyone did, you know, drugs, if everyone did weed. Would the world be okay? And of course, that's a very like black and white way of looking at it. But at the same time, yeah. like, I mean, like, it depends on a person's belief systems as well, right? Like how they're raised and what they. Because mm-hmm. if if you're growing up watching stuff like Reefer Madness and like all this kind of like propaganda around weed, you know, then you're not gonna be you're gonna be like, no, like I'm gonna have psychosis in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. but if you're like an open-minded person and you see the benefits of like CBD, for instance, then that's a different story, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I came to my room and I was just meditating and, and and a voice came into my head and said, all things can be good or bad depending on how you use. Mm. And I was like, damn, thanks, spirit guides. Probably channeled someone, yeah. (laughs) It's awesome, man. You know what I've noticed is that um, I was doing this visualization. Ah, you visualize shit, and, really. Yeah, <laughs> visualize all the time. Um, which is actually just daydreaming with an intention, if you think about it. They tell us not to do that as kids, so we're programmed not to visualize. But anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> so I was visualizing, and I saw this kind of like water. Like I went through a portal, right? And basically, when I went through this portal, I saw this body of water, like it was just a blank kind of white space. And then there was just like this water. And when I stared into the water, first, I just saw myself, I was just like, oh, this is my own reflection. And then I started seeing the reflection of me transform into some kind of like an entity. And I don't know if it was like an alien or like a person, I couldn't really tell that that well. But I was just getting little symbols and signals and things like that. And so when spirits talk to you, there's a process of first translation, like from their language to English, Mm. they'll give you symbols, they'll give you feelings, they'll give you like little things Mm -hmm. that they're tossing at you. And then there's a process of transmission where you're actually like being the open cup for Mm -hmm. their knowledge or wisdom or their whatever you're downloading from them. Right. So first thing is just being, super open to just surrendering to that experience and like allowing yourself to do that. Cause a lot of people mm-hmm. will do that. And then they will be like, nah, I'm just imagining things. And they'll just like, they'll quickly bring themselves back to 3d reality by mm-hmm. second guessing themselves or being like, this is ridiculous. Or like, you know how little thoughts come in during that process. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't allow ourselves to truly go deep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's a really big, thing in terms of channeling if anybody's trying that out is like really let yourself sink in and go deep with it and whenever you find a thought that just comes up that's like limiting you just ease just remind yourself like ease 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 and then after you just surrender to that you'll just slowly get back into it 
So that's kind of what I've been practicing recently and getting good mm. results with that. Yeah. Mm. You know, that I've been uh, learning the auras. Right? I've been wanting to see auras and I've been practicing and been like, it's kind of like you just looking at, at like, you know, something, but also like they're trying to look through it. Right. <laughs> I know what you yeah. mean. And like, and I mean, I've, I've had some like, like some success, but it's like something that has to be practiced and practiced and practiced. Right. But it's like, it's like, it's in the 4D reality, right? So, I mean, 5D is probably more like 5 I don't even, actually, I can't even say what reality is. It just, mm. it just is, right? It's just there. We're not, we're not able to see it. Yeah, try this. So, uh, try this. It's like, have an object in front of you, and then also, like, have two focus points, right? So, you have one focus point, which is the object, but then now I'm trying to look at your aura, right, at the same time. So try and get a wider vision. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to call it, but it's like, mm -hmm. a, yeah, I like a it. Stereoscopic like vision. Yeah. So try doing that. That That's really good for like practicing to just make your perspective more. Mm -hmm. And then from there you can sort of like kind of pick up on little cues, subtle mm -hmm. cues, colors or things. If you really start to get deeper mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. yeah that's, one that's one technique one. That, that I learned as well was like the flash technique. So like you like you flash your eyes open really quick and you you look at an object and you close your eyes and you, and then like you try to see what you saw. <laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. But like the, something crazy that I found out was that that like just say that somebody's born blind and they can't see. Well, mm. let's just say they turn twenty one, and the parents are like, "We want to get you a gift. We want you to be able to see," and they do like a whole expensive procedure. And finally, the child sees. Well, that's not even a child anymore. Well, right. what they the people have have taken note of is that when they can finally see blind people who have never seen ever in their life, right. their they, receptors aren't like fully formed, right? So it's like they only see they only see like like light, like colors, yeah. like that's all they see. It's like they don't like, see like the outlines and stuff, right? They, yeah, they don't see details. They just they just uh, see like like light moving around like and stuff blurry like blurry lights. <laughs> yeah, like a baby, like a baby, you know, hey, like a baby and, learning and that just to see. Yeah. That, like, we have to hey. we have to learn how to see the world around us, right? So yeah. this way that we're seeing it is we learn to see it this way, right? Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't mean that you the aura isn't there that you can't see auras, right? But that you just haven't been trained to see that way, right? So that's like True. really, really cool to know. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, what if we were like trained to see auras from a very young age? Like, and we trained it. Like, that'd be awesome. I keep thinking like, uh, that'd be super trippy. That would be like, you know, Doctor Strange type reality. <laughs> but, yeah. What's the craziest shit you've ever done in your whole entire life? So craziest shit i've ever done i don't know man um in terms of what like how would you define crazy like crazy good crazy bad crazy wild because i've done a lot of things <laughs> like when someone almost died mm. damn that is crazy 
<laughs> that uh, okay so that someone could be someone that i was associating with or it could be myself even oh yeah you almost died yeah bro i've done several like i don't know several times but you know i've had close near-death experiences like three oh, times yeah. in my life what did you do um overdose yeah what well um the first time was uh an encounter with that where some guy gave me some weird like thing that I was asking for, where I was completely asking for something else. And it was an overdose situation. That oh, you talk about the cactus? Yeah, but this, this particular incident was when I was experimenting with, um, like I thought it would be cool to like try cough syrup once uh, because I, saw, I heard like lots of rappers talking about it. Oh, like lean and shit? Point. Like lean and stuff like that. So what I hadn't actually found out was that like, you know, Robitussin and codeine are two different things, right? Mm. So I just went to the general store, like the general, like, you know, pharmacy, and I got like Robitussin. (laughs) And basically, (laughs) I was like, yo, I'm going to get so wavy. I'm going to get so lit, right? I got hyped for this, right? And basically, what (laughs) happened was... I was hyped for it because I was like I was playing all the tunes like like slow scissor rap songs like you know they were super slow like maybe ASAP Rocky. I got super hyped, right? <laughs> I was like I had one and I was like this doesn't do shit, right? So I had another one, and then I was like this is bullshit. Like nothing is happening, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and then basically what had happened was I got like some alcohol. Mm-hmm. and I mixed it like I just had alcohol after that right so I got mm-hmm. more turns so then I was like maybe I'm feeling something I kind of and that just regularly you know kind of wobbly went into the dining hall in my college and I just sat down uh, and yeah, you're like you're like oh you're, you're having a placebo effect right yeah kind of right and I'm sitting down I'm having a normal conversation with people and I was like you Yo, man, I just had some lean, like, you know, I was just like, trying to show off and shit, like to people. And I was just like, kind of like having a regular conversation. Someone was handing, some cute girl was like handing me French fries or something. I don't remember exactly. But then I feel this like rush throughout my body. Like, you know how women would describe as like, um, night sweats or like, kind of like a hot flashes, right? Mm-hmm. You know what hot flashes? It's like, imagine a wave of like heat like waving through your body. So it starts from your feet, just going all the way up to the top of your head. So I felt that I was like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? You know? So then I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then I felt super dizzy, super nauseous. And then I felt another wave of that. And then I tried getting up and I was like, I can't get up. You were like, you were like, I'm, it's the lean, it's kicking in. Yeah, yeah, I was like, the lean's kicking in, you know, whatever. (laughs) And so, I'm like, um, I'm like waiting for it, and I'm just like, what do I do now? And then I feel this heat of like, like nausea kick in, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have to get out of here now, Mm -hmm. like, or I'm going to throw up on these people next to me, these poor people, you know, we're just having a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. So I jolt, I jolt up. I just go to the nearest restroom, which is like, just like downstairs. And I throw up, I lock the restroom door and I just like wobble back somehow to my college dorm room. 
like, I don't know how I do that even. I'm just like tripping, like everything's purple. I don't know, like <laughs> not even purple. It was like green and weird colors. I don't even know what was happening. Bro, what the but, fuck? You opened up the fucking portal, bro. Yeah, dude, it was like Pandora's box or some shit. At the same time, having these hot flashes, just like whoo, these waves, these tsunamis of heat just like throughout my body and this nausea. I'm like, I'm going to die for sure. So I, I like, I got for like, I got like a, like a piece of paper and I was like writing down like all these like thoughts and memories and things and images and drawings, but I couldn't really focus because I closed my eyes and I would see like entities, bro. Like actually mm -hmm. I would see hallucinations. Like it had gone that far deep into this kind of mm -hmm. like near the portal of like death and reality. So I don't know what I did. I sort of looked up stuff online. Like, what can I do to calm myself down? They were just like, you're just having a bad trip. You know, or you just need to drink water. You just need to, you know, uh, flush it out in some way, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. I was just like, I put on some headphones, listened to some chill binaural beats, you know, kind of let myself sleep through it at the same time, like kind of tackling this nausea and these scary entities or whatever. And I just closed my eyes and just hope for the best. And then I woke up in the morning, like feeling like I got hit by a truck or something. Like I was like, what happened, you know? And <laughs> that was like one of the, uh, yeah, near death moments that I ve remember very vividly. And I was like, I'm never gonna try and experiment with weird shit, you know, mm -hmm. ever again. Like it just, it's not worth it, like, yeah, it just taught me a very valuable lesson of just like being able to truly learn my limits, know myself and not like underestimate something and not not doing something before you read about it or like know about it at all. Like just going mm -hmm. by your instincts and trying it. I like that's not I had a very impulsive personality. So I just definitely like I wanted to try everything. I wanted to experience the fullness of life, you know. And so yeah, I think after a certain point, I was just like, this is too scary, you know? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I didn't go back there. But yeah, mm -hmm. that was an interesting experience. That's cool, sure. man. That's cool. That was pretty uh, crazy. I think this, we're, in a good spot. we're in a good spot to transition out, to dip, to mm -hmm. dip out of here. So I just want to say, everybody, um, let me know how I can help you. That's That's... I just want to help you. I want to help you. And if you're here, I want to help you. Let me know how I can help you. If you can't afford to have a conversation with me, I'll still have a conversation with you. I mean, I'm still, I'm still going to expect you to give me something in return. Um, but I know in times like this, some people are struggling. Other people are thriving. Um, so I'm just here to help. That's my message yeah. today. Yeah, guys, and if you have a kind of like COVID consciousness, as I like to call it right now, which is like you're panicked and you're frustrated, you're in your head a lot, you're thinking about what, what's the new normal look like, I feel so powerless, uh, am I going to be lonely, not going to be able to touch people in the future, you know, not going to be able to use dollar bills because of this bacteria on it or whatever, like, you know, reach out to me and I can definitely help you out because the mindset that you build right now is so crucial to the time when we get out of this it's going to be really important either it will break you down or it will make you stronger during this time and i want the latter for you guys like especially the guys who listen to this podcast and women like all you guys need to 
you know, keep your mind strong and stay in your hearts. That's the most important message I have for you. So you know where to reach, reach out to me. But yeah, bless up. See you guys later. May the flow be with you. If you would like to contact Sumed for peak performance coaching, go to at flowzoneacademy on Instagram. That's F-L-O-Z-O-N-E Academy. If you would like to connect to your higher self, contact Ivan at odd.resilience. That's O-D-D dot resilience. Also, make sure you follow the Better Man podcast on Instagram. See you next time.